The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. As, um, yeah, it's good to sit with you. I think I'm re-accustomed to a YouTube situation here. Um, yeah, so thanks for, thanks for having me. So, um, <clears throat> yesterday, um, introduced this theme about, uh, different Dharma pleasures and, uh, spoke specifically about, um, the pleasure of having a path, the pleasure of having a path. And, uh, today it's the pleasure of, uh, of sourcing our motivation from love. So when I was, um, it was just out of college and I worked in this, uh, a, I was not qualified for this incidentally, but um, when they pay $9 an hour, you kind of, you get me. So I was working in a residential treatment center um, and for uh, severely, you know, severe psychiatric, you know, adolescent boys with serious psychiatric stuff. Uh, You know, that was acute enough that uh, they couldn't be in, um, in homes. And, um, and so it was residential treatment and it was six kids in the house and in a, um, just an ordinary house in the middle of LA. And, um, and it was um, such intense and beautiful work. And, um, and as a counselor, my job was to, uh, yeah, to run groups of one kind or another, do fun things together, play, cook for them, take care of them, and and implement a behavioral modification program. Yeah, whereas like good point, you know, points points for good behavior, and the loss of privileges from bad behavior and um and you could see how um you could run the behavioral modification program on fear or love and at least initially and i remember you know working with a whole like cast of characters all of us you know counselors uh um, fear, at least initially, could be more effective. Yeah, um, that uh, it was easier to change the behavior of the children if um, there was some measure of fear of the counselor. But uh, in the end, yeah, uh, I think love wins out if if our behavior, if their behavior is going to change in a sustainable way. It's going to be a function of of love, conditioned by love, shaped by love. And um, my question for you is, uh, 
what what kind of behavioral modification program are you running on yourself? What kind of program are you running on yourself? Where where do you source your motivation from? Um, we have to source our motivation from somewhere. We want to change and grow, right? That that line from uh, Suzuki Roshi, you're perfect just as you are and there's room for improvement, right? Yeah. We, uh, there's much we want to do. We want to, yeah, to love more fully, to be less neurotic, to take good care of our body, to, to, minimize the harm we do to others to ourselves we there's a lot yeah and um how do we actually motivate ourselves to grow and evolve to make progress and the dharma pleasure yeah, that i'm speaking about is is coming to source our motivation from love and care rather than self-harshness or fear or the kind of egoic machinations of proving. Self, um, self-hatred self has maybe many functions, some of which are actually soothing. Um, but one of the functions is 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 a kind of behavioral modification program we run on ourselves and it's all stick no carrot and it's this kind of commitment to okay i'll punish myself to motivate myself to achieve something that i think is worthy and in that framework, we often get very preoccupied with the gold stars and with the kind of imagine how we'll feel when we actually get the gold star. But getting the gold star never feels like wanting it and never, never really, uh, I don't know, it's almost this sense of like, well, I'll be a grown up once I do that, once I grow in this way. But no one ever feels like a grown up as far as I can tell. And um, and we repeat the habits of self-harshness in our practice. Um, uh, we can be harsh or, or even, even sometimes really kind of cruel as we come up against our limitations, yeah? When we know we need to let go, but we cannot. When we're trying to be tranquil, but we're agitated, yeah. When we're trying to be equanimous, we're trying to be okay with something, but we're really not. Yeah, we come up against certain certain moments of limitation, and um, and we uh, are trying to kind of shape ourselves through mechanisms of fear and harshness. And that system of motivation can fall away almost completely. Yeah. Um, one 
one meditator could touch me said um uh i realize my inner critic loves me yeah they're just confused something like this yeah um when when our limitations and our neurosis are no longer a kind of commentary on who we are when we're at least a little bit free of the these egoic pressures um, of proving, proving oneself, proving the object of self to someone, even if that audience is just us. When that starts to fall away, our neurosis becomes a source of um, curiosity and humor rather than shame. Yeah. Yeah, we know we still have to grow. We have habits that get us into trouble. Da, 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 da. But our neurosis becomes a source of curiosity and humor rather than shame. I, one of the, I don't know, features of practice, one of the things I notice is like, it, it really has become such a delight to laugh at myself, you know, like to laugh deeply. And to laugh deeply, I'm not talking about like that little habit that's like really kind of innocent. And no, I'm talking about like laughing deeply in the face of real problems, real neurosis. Yeah. And in that laughter, that kind of laughter, it's it's like I can almost feel what might become self-judgment or some shame inflected state or something just releases yeah we do we do want to grow and mature but the the uh the desperate urgency of ego is gone yeah. that is not where we're sourcing our motivation from and uh, um the the poignancy of our of our condition you know of the human condition is so is is etched deeply into our being and so that's there for us too and um and we begin to source our motivation from love from tenderness and care and sympathy sympathy with ourselves with the plight of suffering and uh, and there's this sense of like oh yeah there's nothing there's nothing left to prove to ourselves to others we're not we're not growing and changing in order to prove something yeah. and then all of our our projects you know our whatever that is our exercise schedule or meditation commitment or you fill in the blank whatever comes from care yeah comes from care and comes from this very um sober appreciation about the strengths weaknesses yeah and um 
It just feels so much less entangled and uh, and when we feel less entangled, when we feel like um, nothing we discover about who we are is going to break our heart, uh, then there's just a lot of uh, you know of curiosity, a kind of urgency of discovery. And uh, lightness, yeah. So, uh, sourcing, sourcing our uh, our motivation from uh, from love rather than fear. This is a this is a dharma pleasure for sure. So, offer that for your consideration. Um, I mentioned uh, that uh, just uh, have an optional uh, Zoom session this evening, 7 p.m. to 7.30 on, uh, uh, on Zoom. So the link is, is on that, that website there. So just you can just go to matthewbrentsilver.org. It's on the first page. You'll see it. And um, uh, it'll be a, a kind of opportunity to uh, um, just to uh, to sit together for a few minutes and have some questions, yeah. And um, uh, yeah, so that's that's at uh, in twenty no no twelve eleven hours or so. Um, yeah, so you're you're warmly invited, and um, I will. Uh, if I don't see you there, uh, I will see you um, see you tomorrow morning. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much. Um, look forward to uh, to being together more. <laughs>